And I'ma try to keep on going. Don't pot and drive, please. Do not podcast and drive. <laughs> uh, Andrew and I are coming, coming to you live from the car. The Stang. The Stang. The old Stang. Um, this is like maybe an exclusive audio only uh, episode just for safety reasons. Yeah, but we um, don't want to get pulled over. <laughs> we don't, bro, imagine we got a ticket for podcasting and driving. We should interview the police officer that pulls us over. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if they want to feature on the Vision Room social, but uh, <laughs> we're out here. But Visionaries, we're here. Newest episode with my brother, my friend, the at... Andrew Shreds. Andrew At Reed. Andrew Shreds. Andrew Reed. You know, a lot of people call me by my Instagram name. At Andrew Shreds. A lot of people. And I didn't come up with my Instagram name. Tell us the story of your Instagram name. So I had a, a buddy that I played drums with, or he played drums. Uh, we played like metal music in high school growing up together. And uh, he always said that my Instagram names were boring. What was it? Uh, just, it was just my name. Andrewlius Reed? Yeah. <laughs> Or whatever. So he and, came uh, up with Andrew Shreds. Yeah, because his so his name was Ben Harlan, yeah. uh, and his his Instagram handle was Ben Jammin Harlan, like Jammin <laughs> <laughs> with the <laughs> Jammin in the middle. Uh, so how long have you been rocking with uh, Andrew Shreds? Uh, I've had it since early high school, probably. Bro, that's wild. Yeah, I think. Okay, so I had a I had a friend on the podcast earlier this season Hopewell Health and like there's just certain names that like in my head like she's Hopewell and you are Andrew Shreds yeah you're not you you're you are your Instagram handle no that's not (laughs) that's not the message I'm trying to give but uh yeah so the reason we're coming to you from the car is because Andrew and I have been talking about getting on the podcast like how long would you say bro uh since you started basically so like last year so, bro, don't clown me like that, bro. It's not been okay. We'll, we'll say six months. Well, we've been talking about it. It just has not happened for one reason or another. But right now, you know, my friend Eden, who y'all met earlier in season two, she she booked a, a gig um, at, at this camp like a couple hours away, and Andrew and I are going, mm-hmm. riding together in the car, and we just figured it'd be a fun concept to podcast in the car. Yeah. We'll make it happen. Drive. Mobile setup. Um, Nate, we miss you. Um, if there is a reel that goes out for this, we'll probably find some kind of getaway to film it with the phone. Yeah. But we're out here. Um, bro, drum roll. You know how the pod starts? Um, yeah. <laughs> they ask you what you do, bro. How do you explain that yeah. precisely? Um, I think basically uh, if someone asked me what I do. So I do have, um, I have a full-time job. I work for the power company doing like boring stuff nerd alert um, wait explain what okay bro can you exp- you've told me like four times i still yeah. don't think i understand what you do it's not interesting i hate explaining it it's <laughs> <laughs> okay you have your own house though yeah so you're doing something right i'm doing okay i'm doing okay, okay explain it um, like how you would to like a five-year-old i work on a network radio system for work that's basically what i do this at work. is getting um, more complex so you have an adult job yeah, I have an adult job. That's yeah. all you need to know. It yeah, doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my big side thing and the thing I guess all my friends know me through um, is just do- through doing music. Um, I'm a contract musician. I play 
a lot of um, camps and churches and mainly Battle Creek. I'm I do MD for Battle Creek. Church. That's that's our church, bro. Um, our home. We love you. Uh, I've gone there since I was in fifth grade, so that is that is home for sure. Yeah. Um, do the people at your adult job know that you're like cold on guitar? Well, they no, just, not they really. Don't. <laughs> they know, some of them know that I play guitar just because I'll say like I'm not doing overtime today because I'm going to play at church. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so basically, I don't. I wouldn't say that they really know that I play too much. Um, but you, bro, you play play though. I guess so. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll unpack it a little bit. So adult job, yeah. Uh, uh, contract musician. Then you have this other. Uh, we call it a band, a collective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Howl Creative is the name of it. Um, it's me and um, a bunch of other um, musicians. A lot of them that we met through Battle Creek and um, another a bunch of other musicians that call Battle Creek home. Uh, yeah. But basically, it kind of started out through uh, 2020. We did a um, D now for a church, which um, is like a youth conference. For yeah, youth conference. If you don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah. Uh, just a weekend conference. We played at this church in Yukon, uh, just outside of Oklahoma City. Um, and we saw God move in a way that we hadn't yeah. seen before, in a way that we... With that, like, unique lineup. Yeah, yes. in that way. And... Uh, oh, anyway, no. sorry. Big, uh, big turn. Big turn, y'all. Um, we again, saw, we're coming to you live from the car. <laughs> we're, <laughs> so. we're taking a highway exit right now. Yeah, yeah, um, So, you know, we saw God move in just, like, a really unique way, and we felt, like, an anointing um, through this group of people. Yeah. And um, we kind of decided that we wanted to keep doing that because at the time we did not do these gigs often. I played several, you know, youth conferences throughout, like, yeah. my life, but... Um, this wasn't something this group had done really. We all had played just in churches. Um, or how'd, church how'd y'all get that gig in the in the first place? For it was a old student pastor from mm-hmm. our church. Oh yeah, that, um, like that y'all played. I'll talk about this later um, about connections and how those kind of play out, like how yeah. connections play out through your life and through your career. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it was just an old youth pastor from our church that had kind of like reached out and just needed a band. Um, and we just grabbed our friends and went and played, and it was an well, amazing fire. time. Um, and it kind of gave us, like, a little bit of a drive to, like, want to do that more. Yeah. And, like, get more gigs and get more um, church camps just because it, sure. it's something that if you look at a lot of churches, they don't necessarily – I hate to say this enough. No, no. I don't say, want this to sound in a bad say, way. No, say it, bro. But, um, On the pod. They don't get to experience – um, worship that is authentic and excellent. Yes, always. Um, that, that's a good way to put it. So, getting to bring some of that to people has mm-hmm. been like, like some like great joy, like for all of the people on the yeah. team. And um, bro, I love that you said that because like, I think that's a burden that I have in my heart. Yeah. So, like, uh, I guess. Outside looking in, people would see like production value and tracks and like all this stuff that we do that maybe looks like extra to somebody who doesn't know what, about what we do. But yeah, in my mind, it's like if, if I'm going to represent God the best way that I can, like I need to be the most excellent that I can. And if yeah. I have all these resources, God for sure gave someone the wisdom 
to make Ableton and to yeah. make multi-tracks and to make all these other things. And it's more like the more excellent and prepared I show up to a set, it's like I'm get, trying to get out of the way the mm -hmm. most because like if someone's over here singing flat notes, hitting wrong chords left yeah. and right, You're like drawing it, more attention to yourself, yeah, by not yeah, being good like. A thousand percent, bro. studying what you're doing. Yeah, and I, like, like me, I, I grew up in like I was telling you like Hispanic, like small church. Yeah. So where we had the in years was not a thing, tracks was not a thing. We came up with the set ten minutes before church, and like for a lot of people, that's all they know. So yeah. like, Hallow is more like a like youth camps and stuff like that. Like it's a mobile thing where y'all can provide yeah. that, and you know what it takes, and you like you can do it like quickly you know mm -hmm. so yeah we'd even see like um we go play a camp and then months later we'd come back because we all play at battle creek pretty much so like yeah and someone would like stop us in the bathroom or in the hallway and be like hey do you play for hallow <laughs> and we're like yeah how do you even know who we are you're like bro and, i am in the like, urinal right now they would be just i will a answer student. you <laughs> they would just be a student from a random camp that we did that's crazy dude um but we really, we always love getting to talk to the students and getting to meet them, and getting to know them. So, what was like the genesis of so. of Hallow? Because from my understanding, it's like you and our boy Trey that mm -hmm. are like the administrative leader brains behind it. Yeah, me what? and Trey Garland, who is now uh, the Broken Arrow, our Broken Arrow campuses. Quick shout out, pastor. we love you, bro. Uh, and the best man at my wedding. <laughs> bro, uh, we need to talk about that. It's yeah, in, we'll talk about it. In a, it's a couple but. months. Yeah, I'm gonna like try to. I'm gonna try to days. release this pod the same weekend of your wedding. So yeah, release it the day that I leave for what? my honeymoon. Yeah, <laughs> content. So I can listen to it on the, <laughs> on the way over there. All right, bro. Um. Anyway, so yeah, me and Trey started Hallow. Basically, that that camp, that little uh, youth conference, kind of gave us the drive to want to do it. And then immediately after, this was in March of 2020. So immediately after. COVID. Um, COVID happened and we could not do that anymore. Yeah. Um, Shoot. And it kind of sucked because we were really like getting excited about doing like stuff like and that. Stuff, and but kind of pushed you to be yeah. creative another way. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it really did um, push us into being uh, creative in other avenues. Um, so we started doing something called living room sessions yeah. through Battle Creek students. Uh, Trey was a student worship pastor there at the time. Yeah. Um, and we would just we would go to living rooms of like our pastors or different people in the band or yeah. wherever, and we would record a session, uh, just an original arrangement. But like production, because y'all, I mean, I've seen some of the videos. Y'all had like yeah. for sure had a whole production team there, right? Because it was like no, it was literally just me and Trey, and then uh, Josh Herb, like one of the most talented oh, videographers. Yeah. You need to have him on the Bro, podcast. Bro, I'm, 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 we're getting He's one of the most talented vi videographers I've ever met. He's an awesome dude Yeah, um, and a really good friend. He'll, he'll come on, Josh. But that's how I met Josh is uh, Brian Preston, our student, our lead student worship pastor, reached out to Josh to film some videos, and we were like, we weren't expecting anything of it. Honestly, the first one we did. It was um, like a minimal setup. Yeah, it was yeah. super chill. We were, it was just me on guitar, Trey on keys, and then some vocals. Yeah. And then Josh just filmed it in the living room, and then... It looked amazing. It was good. Yeah. And we did the second one, and it looked even better. Like, literally, the second one, like, but once we figured out what we were doing, we were like, okay, we can, like, yeah. actually do something with this, because people really liked the first one, and it was a really stripped-down... Like, set. Set. And yeah. um, so we decided to kind of 
pursue that and do one every week. Yeah. Uh, at least for, for like students couple, to have some like several kind of, months. Yeah. And really, because we weren't having church at all. It was all online. Yeah. And students didn't have anything. Yeah. So we that, wanted to give them something to worship to. On it. We would put them out on... Wednesdays? I think Wednesday nights yeah. or Sunday nights. I honestly can't remember now yeah. that I'm thinking about it. Um, but we would uh, literally come up with the idea on on night one. Yeah. Me and Trey would sit down and we'd kind of figure out what songs we wanted to do. Um, and then night two, we'd start, like, building the arrangement. And we would record um, our parts and, like, some, like, little backing tracks, things to just add, just, like... Yeah. Just to spice some, it up a shape, little bit, you know, so it's not just so basic keys. What, what's cool um, is that, like, so basically, it was a hallow personnel functioning through Battle Creek. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's because so, that kind of really brought our team together, and like, um, we spent me and Tim and Trey. Yeah, Tim Defabaugh, by the way, uh, he's boy, on the team, and he's here. one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, but we would literally stay in Trey's living room every single night, like for months. You serious, bro? Yeah, yeah. We're we would, quarantining we, together. Yeah, we were just quarantining together, and it, because, like I was saying, like night one we'd build the the arrangement we want. Night two we'd literally start recording all our backing tracks. Yeah. Um, night three we'd do a little run through with just like the couple people, like me and Trey usually. Yeah. And run through it there, and like. Yeah. I like perfect it and like change things up and then the next night we'd record everything josh would come over we'd set up everybody would meet and in then there, by the time you were done with that one you have to get working on the next yeah one. by the yeah. time we're done recording I, we're staying up all night long the next two nights like yeah like almost no sleep just mixing and <laughs> Dang, doing dude. vocal edits and stuff I mean, like that, that. Was a fun then, season because like the way church was being done was changing yeah, yeah, I guess y'all were part of that change, you know, yeah, essentially. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I would imagine Hallow goes through, like, a busy season of, like, camps because, like, obviously yeah. when summertime comes, that's when, like, everyone, all the youth of America yeah. is, like, going to youth camps. So. Yeah, I pretty much use all my vacation at work <laughs> in, serious? like, a month or two span. That's crazy, bro. Do you just, for like, sure. not call in the rest of the year? No, I, I just <laughs> I'll just put in my vacation ahead of time whenever we get like booked or whatever. But yeah, but yeah, it's dang bro. So, um, so right now you're doing uh, Hello's. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen him around in a while, but for sure I've seen you like MDing at church, yeah, playing almost every weekend, um, yeah. working, and then like like we said a little bit earlier, you just got engaged. Yeah, kind of kind of talk to me about your season of life right now. Um, and kind of where you see it going. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, I just got engaged in January. Um, Insert uh, crowd clapping right here. <laughs> Sound effects. Wait, bro. Okay, quick tangent. I think, did you accidentally post it on your story and I was like the only one that saw it? <laughs> so I posted, I meant to send. Shelby posted the ring or something. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think I did post a picture of her ring on my story. For like three for, seconds. For like three seconds. I saw I, it. Dude, you're one of the only people that sees my... Um, the story's like really fast. Yeah, my story's like almost immediately after I post them. Okay, no, I'm not... I think that one time I was just like... I was there. 
I was yeah. on the thing. Well, you're for sure on my algorithm. Like, if you post yeah. it's for sure, like, on... The, It'll be one of the first yeah, bubbles yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I posted on there for literally three seconds, and then I deleted it because we were going to FaceTime all of our friends and get, like, live reactions yeah, and from everybody. Be, yeah. Um, and, uh, and I, I, I think and I you texted, you just texted me the eyeball emojis <laughs> and you're like, I saw that. <laughs> and you're the, you're literally the first person I found out. I found out. Well, yeah. you posted it. On I know. I, did, I didn't that, mean to. That could have gone really I bad. Really I, so fast, I, uh, took the picture cause I wanted to use an Instagram filter and I was just going to save it. Okay. But I <laughs> can't post a story. Oh, <laughs> uh, dang. Anyway. Okay, uh, so you got your own house now. Yep, got a house. Got a wifey on the way. Wife on the way. Bro, um, you're doing it. All this, he's he's doing in his Jordan year. He's 23. <laughs> he's oh, doing in my Jordans? Your Jordan year. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm bro, also in Also Jordan. a sneakerhead. Yeah, I'm a big sneakerhead. Well, let's talk, let's talk about how you were creasing the Ama Maneras 4s. For I didn't year. crease them. You didn't crease Okay. No. How'd you do it? I took my toe... All the way back. So basically, my ankle was like hyperextended the whole time because I wasn't creasing. You weren't anything. sacrificing for the. I would trip. crease my Jordans for her any day. But, oh, <laughs> but those were brand new. So brand, yeah, you had to do it. For the <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, okay. Speaking of, speaking of your, of your girl, okay, visionaries. You know how like typically I'll do cash up challenge. I've been doing social media deep dive most of the time. We're driving right now, so we're not gonna do that. Um, so Andrew, before we started went live, we sent Shelby. Um, his fiance like a setup of our car setup. So she said she said she wanted to be on a podcast. Yeah, she snapchatted me back and she said she's always wanted to be on a podcast. Okay, moment of truth. We're gonna do a, a one-off segment. Let's call her and see if she has to, has anything to say for the for the visionaries. Absolutely. And All right. if she don't answer, Shelby, I give you your chance. This is live on the air. Let's All see right. if she answers. Hey. All right, you're on the podcast right now. Wait, she already answered? She already answered. She answered first ring. Shelby, welcome to the vision oh, room. hi. Do you have anything to say to the visionaries? He wants a nugget of wisdom. <laughs> Give him a nugget of wisdom. Yeah, go, go, go. Um, oh, my gosh, this is nerve-wracking. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. Um, we can edit it in post. I got you. Okay, all I have to say is Jesus loves you. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, that, that is a beautiful thing to say. Wait, tell us how excited you are for your wedding. Maybe, like, what's, like, the most stressful thing about planning it right now? Or if it is stressful at all. What is it? You said, what's, what are you most excited for about the wedding? Or if it's, like, stressful or... Um, I am just excited to dance with our friends in our, our dance circle. And I'm excited for our photos. Yeah. And I'm excited for Egypt the day after. Yeah, that'll be good. I, I love, yeah. I, bro, I love how Shelby, like you, she, the phone rang once. I, I wasn't even done saying this. I, like, <laughs> I, was I, it to take I always answer his calls or I try my best. But most of the time. Most Shelby, time. thanks for coming on the vision room. She passed, she passed, she passed the loyalty test. <laughs> okay, we'll see you at your wedding. Okay, bye. I Okay, Andrew t- uh, <laughs> Wait, how long have y'all been together now? Uh, a little over two years That is wild, bro Yeah So, I, I mean, you told me the story Like, literally an hour ago Wait, Can you tell the visionaries how y'all started? 
yeah, I mean, if that's interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. Uh, we love, we just, love stories uh, on the She's been going to our Jinx campus for a little while, and I'm really close with the band over at Jinx. And you just winked at um, her? Yeah, I just winked at her from the stage. That was it? Game and over. She was locked in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't even actually see her at the Jinx campus ever. Yeah. Um, but uh, she got invited to our community group, and then that was pretty much it. She started And then y'all just kind of connected there? Yeah. Snapchat. Well, I don't have Snapchat. Snapchat. I haven't had it. Do you, still, do you have it now? Yeah, I still have it. Uh, well, I basically just use it to talk to her. We use that more than texting. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That's wild. Um, bro, can... Okay, so we kind of did a weird inverted version of the episode. So typically I do like a backstory at the front, mm-hmm. then midway point, and then I do like what you got going on. But I think we kind of started what you're going on now. Yeah. Can we take it back a little bit? Uh, yeah, sure. So you grew up in church. Yeah. Um, how'd you get involved with music in the first place? Like that, that kind of, and then you, you told me you ended up at Battle Creek since you yeah. were like in fifth grade, but like yeah. the journey before that, cause I know your dad had a band when, when like yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just talk about that journey a little bit, bro. Uh, yeah. So I grew up, grew up in church, um, at a smaller Baptist church in Tulsa. And, um, my dad had, was kind of like an interim youth pastor and youth worship leader a little uh, bit. Smaller churches, they have multiple roles. Yeah, yes. you got to do multiple people's job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he kind of learned how to play guitar literally when I was probably like five. Um, and I just immediately took interest in it, and I always had an interest in music. When you were five? Yeah. Bro. Um, and I, I started playing. I started playing when I was about eight years old. He put me in lessons, and mm-hmm. lessons did not work out when I was that young. <laughs> uh, I, by the way, I, ta- I taught guitar lessons to some kids. Yeah. Don't put your kids in lessons until they can like sit still and understand what's happening, like what's going on. <laughs> Wait, how? Like, what's like? What age would you say? Like, okay, maybe they're. I'd it's, say like 10. honestly, it's fully dependent on on who, the kid, your kid. Yeah. Yeah. If you got a real like. Even a kid like me, I'm super focused, and, like, I wouldn't ask dumb questions or, like, unrelated questions. But um, like, I just did not want to practice. Okay, what's a dumb question that you've heard when teaching guitar lesson? Uh, a kid told me he had, like, his favorite. He would talk about his favorite superheroes during During, lessons. like, I'm like, like bro, I'm trying to teach you the chords right like, now. Like, literally, we're just walking through. I'm, te- I'm showing him notes. Like, we're, I'm teaching them how to play Smoke on the Water. Yeah. Like, your most basic, like, little riffs. Basic, yeah, starter and riff. Yeah. he's talking about Spider-Man and <laughs> <laughs> completely unrelated. Absolutely. So, back to you, like, around, like, eight or nine? Yeah. About, you were, like, actually getting, getting, starting to play for real? Um, that's when I started lessons. Um, so, I started learning. I don't, I would say I didn't really get, like, heavy into it until I was probably about 13. Is that when you um, when did you start playing at church? That's when I started playing at church. I was in thirteen. I was playing with um, the like uh, kids band. Yeah. Because um, that's where my dad had played at the time. Yeah. Um, and you were just playing like rhythm guitar. Yeah, just playing. Uh, Bobo Line Six. <laughs> just straight uh, up. Spider. <laughs> For you gearheads, you know what that is. Yeah, if you're a gearhead, you Bro, know that that's the quintessential first amp. Yeah, so so now, um, I, I would say you take a lot of musical influence from, like, band Camino. Oh, yeah, John Mayer, sure. maybe a little bit. Yeah, I uh, definitely, if I had to pick, like, my top three favorite guitars, I'd say 
um, Mateus Asado, which is Tori Kelly's guitar player. He's far. If um, he's insane, um, Tim Henson is a guitar player for Polyphia. Yeah. Um, and then John Mayer. Um, so definitely influenced. When, when when did you start? Because uh, I mean, bro, you're one of my favorite electric guitar players like of all time. But you also like can produce stuff. So like Hallow recently posted like this. Uh, it's like a mashup. Yeah. And you produced that. Yeah, I right? produced it all and mixed so, it. Okay. How, how did that even start? So, like, how far into, like, your music journey and stuff? Yeah. Um, so, I had mentioned earlier uh, playing, like, metal in high school yeah. with my boys. <laughs> Wait, and, you uh, went through a metal phase, bro? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a big metal phase. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it helped me a lot, like, develop on guitar because it's That's not cool. the easiest yeah. genre to play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so basically I had started that and I instantly wanted to make my own stuff once I got into that like age. Like you started like getting the itch for like, I guess you, I'd call that artistry yeah. for like taking influences from something else, but like building mm-hmm. your own sound and your own thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So just, I would, I got a, I stole my dad's laptop <laughs> and um, I bought Cubase. And I would just sit there and play with it for hours and hours every yeah. single night. That's great. And um, eventually, he had, uh, for my birthday, he got me um, an older MacBook Pro and yeah. um, got Logic. Yeah. And then. Well, yeah. shout out to your pops, though. Like, yeah. No, he has always been super supportive. Super supportive musically and has always like wanted to help me and provide any way. Yeah. To help me express myself. But, like, it's not like you forced music on you, though. Like, you just naturally no, had the no, music bug. But Actually, just, yeah. like, the opposite. Like, he was just playing chords with a couple of his friends. And I was just super interested in it. And he honestly... Because um, your brother doesn't play, right? He does, like, lights and stuff? Yeah, my brother runs lights. Um, yeah. Which is something that I got him into just because he's super, like, techie. Yeah. And he did he's, not want to come to church at all. Oh, seriously? He would, he would never those. come... <laughs> to church what he would sleep at home every single sunday morning i didn't know that and that really irritated my parents for the longest time that he would not go to church yeah and finally i was just like hey you sit on your computer all the time at home just come check this out i think you might like it and he loves it he's done a lot of he's really good freelance work for um doing lighting and he's really good at it yeah he's really good um i say he's one of the main dudes like in tulsa because like i've been in other places that's not battle creek and he's done the lights for it yeah I was like, but what are you doing here yeah <laughs> that's that's cool man um, it's just you and you and your brother yep just me and Siblings my well, we have a adopted sister yeah um she still lives with mom and dad yeah she lives with mom and dad uh that's dope bro so but anyway uh, i can i guess we can jump back we're jumping everywhere but yeah we're jumping it <laughs> i mean fast forward to bro literally this weekend you and your pops are playing the same set at church yeah we're actually that's on fun. the same set well we haven't we don't really play together that often at all yeah. Um, so it's cool to get to play together on a Sunday. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, okay, so we go back. You, you start playing uh, at church at, like, 13, 14. Yeah. Um, and then how would uh, – were you at Battle Creek already at that I point? was at Battle Creek. Um, mm-hmm. I was playing in kids. And then I played a kids camp with um, a few of the students that were on the student worship team. Yeah. And then Ralph Edwards. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. And Ryan Crawford. Actually, Ryan Crawford. I, we played that. That's a good together. gang, bro. Everyone, they're all coming on the pod. Ryan's come on. He's already come on. Yeah. Ralph, we're filming it tomorrow. Yep. So y'all, y'all will get to meet the band. 
uh, yeah. soon. But. but yeah, so I was playing with them, and then uh, some of the team had kind of. Actually, I don't know if I don't think um, he was on that camp, but I played with some people from the student team that week. Yeah, and they had suggested that I play in students, so they reached out to. Um, and that's when you were like. That, that age you were probably com- coming up to like high school and stuff and Ralph yeah was- yeah I was probably like 13 I was probably like 14 yeah. um, and I played with some of the student worship team at that camp and they were like why don't you play in students like yeah. you're good enough to yeah. play in students here. <laughs> that's cool and uh, so yeah I, I I tried out for Ralph at the time that's and, crazy uh, dude and he was like dude you need to absolutely play in here so I the, played the in Lord students with all the through high school. Yeah. Um, I kind of how I started, like, doing some MD stuff was at one point when our church started our Jinx campus. Yeah. Um, literally the entire student team it's left kind of, to start the Jinx campus. Was that intentional or was that, like, by I design? Think, I have no idea. I don't know how that would have been by design. I think it was an accident. Yeah. And that they didn't foresee happening. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I think when I met you, you were primarily at the Jinx campus. Yeah. And and then just recently, you've moved to the main campus. Yeah, to yeah. MD. Um, so when the Jinx campus started, they, our high school pastor went there, mm-hmm. our worship leader and our girls minister all went and started the Jinx campus. So literally there was no one on staff and students except... <laughs> an intern a singular intern and then they started that's when i started contracting yeah yeah. um our our main worship leader had asked me to kind of like plan sets do scheduling yeah yeah. like just to like help them out and this is kind of like towards the end of me being in high school i was probably a junior or senior Yeah, yeah um and just basically do the job of a worship leader without leading the bro I, I actually i actually have like a topic i guess i want to hit with you a little bit because you have i guess i would say you have extensive experience with this but like uh ryan crawford and i were talking about it uh like a worship pastor job has not been a thing for a super long time i think it's like yeah. a more recent 2010s yeah even yeah. even at our church people are confused why trey is full-time are you serious? Yeah, they think he does something else on the side. Like, Oh, no. And it's like, no, this dude needs to be here all week long. Yeah, I guess speaking to, I guess, give some perspective of why that's a thing. And then also I want to hit, like, your heart behind, like, a contractor. Because I, yeah. I, I like, like, for example, so for y'all don't know what that is. So, like, say, for example, I have a set somewhere else or a gig somewhere else and I need a guitar player. Like, yes, it's for the kingdom, but it's also taking away from, like, my personal time. So I would like to, like, reimburse Andrew for his time to come play the gig. And so contracting is basically playing, getting paid to play mm-hmm. at church, which is maybe yeah. a little bit controversial to some people that don't understand. Yeah. But if you want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah I think. Do you, did you want to talk about contracting first or about, like. Let's talk about the worship pastor the worship thing, thing and the okay. contracting. Yeah. Um, so throughout the week. I think a lot of people don't. Uh, this kind of goes back to where we were talking about how a lot of churches they just set up on Sunday morning and they pick the set that morning yeah. and they just play it. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing something like that, maybe the your weekends. worship leader is probably a volunteer. Yeah. Um. And that makes sense. Like you can only Very expect someone effort. to do so much. 
you get what you put in kind of thing. for yeah. a volunteer yeah i'm not expecting everybody to be like that kind of production level that kind of like yeah, yeah. um but at the end of the day you know like put effort into what you do yeah uh, it doesn't take that long to if you even if you just plan a set get a week in advance yeah like you'll be way better off than planning like a set if you that told morning. me the monday before the next sunday like yeah. give me time to practice yeah yeah that's up yeah um so that's a lot of what we do at you know bigger churches and uh, is a lot of planning um they spend a lot of time planning out very far in advance yeah so that people can bring their best yeah so like if, if say you come to battle creek on a sunday morning like the time that by the time you're watching the service live we've gone through those songs five or six times everyone on the stage yeah. has been aware of it for like four or five weeks yeah you know but that's kind of what it's kind of necessary to deliver that kind of product yeah. i guess like i like we had said about like bringing something that's authentic and excellent yeah and um, because i'm not saying you can't have authentic worship and not be the most prepared yeah out there that happens yeah um but i think you should want to bring god your best bring him something that's excellent and yeah. authentic and there's yeah. there's also so I, I guess from my experience and my perspective as well, I'll say that worship pastoring like other than technical stuff, there's also a lot of pastoring that happens. So like just yeah. making sure that your team is well, and it, it's a ministry job, you know. Yeah. So it's not like you just pull up and sing. It's more like okay, I have to I have to plan the sets, I have to care about the lights and the tracks. And, yeah. But how do I also care for my people? Yeah. You know, you can't just run your people dry and yeah expect them to always be okay. Like they're gonna need to come with to you with things. Yeah. And it's definitely a pastor job. That's why it's a worship pastor. Yeah. It's not just worship leader. That's true. Um, okay, so. That's a good point. So now we can kind of transition to the contracting thing, which yeah. you do a lot. Yeah. Uh, kind of talk to me about your heart behind it, what you think about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there can be a difference. We talked about this not too long ago on a Sunday morning with a, a couple of the other guys. And um, if you are investing a significant amount of your time. Like I spend half my week at least at the church. Man. Um between rehearsals and events For sure. and services. Um and I think if you are investing into your own church and and pouring your time in um cuz it could be bro like for perspective wise like Sunday morning we get there at 6:30. Yeah. Don't leave till like almost 12. Yeah, and now that we have three services, it's a little after 12. It's yeah, and close to one. Plus, like, another two, three hours of, like, rehearsal. setting up and rehearsal. So, yeah. like, at least 10 to 15-ish hours. Also, like, if yeah. you do extra services, if you do, like, a student service yeah. or a young adults, like, for sure 15, which is, like, what some people are putting in at a part-time job. Yeah, for so, sure. Like, so, yeah. I'm trying to think of a way to say this right, but a lot of... A lot of church contractors um, are just getting paid to play. Yeah. And they're not there. Like, that's not their church necessarily. They're just filling a role. They'll jump around to church to church to church to church all the time mm -hmm. um, without having a lot of real like relationships equity, in each church. Yeah. They're just, you know, they're collecting check. Because a lot of those guys um, are just there because it's a consistent thing. Gig, you know? Um and that, I don't think that's the heart you need to have behind it. I think um, if you're a musician and God wants you to use your gifts for him 
and he provides you a way to um, kind of be monetarily stable yeah in a way like yeah that's true in a way that can be seen as like God is helping you get to where you're you need to go like yeah if that's your passion and that's what God is calling you to do he's going to provide the means to do so yeah that's good bro um, so. and I, I think in my head like I, I like I value what we do and uh, like a lot of other creative things like like say a graphic designer or photographer yeah or something like that like they're not pulling up somewhere giving you a quality product like for free yeah you know which is like like in my thing like I I acknowledge that God gave me my gift and I, I love using it for his glory but then mm-hmm. God will also provide yeah. With that, like your 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 gift will get make, create space for you, and it's not like I'm coming mm-hmm. out of bad heart. I want to worship him. I want to do it, but it's just like we pay people to do lights, and yeah. we pay people to do sound, and we pay people to do all these things. But like musicians, kind of get this rap of like, no, you you need to do yeah. this because this is part of the like this is half the church service. Yeah. You know. Um, I think um, <clears throat> a lot of people can even see this might be on our part for not like because it seems so easy if you know how to play music people think oh that just takes five minutes for you to play that song which uh a, a little bit of truth there like like yeah. if i know the song i could probably just yeah. pull up like five minutes before but how long it. did it take you to develop the skills to be able to do that that's immediately? true yeah they don't see us uh they don't see little andrew taking guitar lessons at eight yeah. nine years old and yeah all spending that t- all that time all that money like yeah. all how much it costs to even have like the equipment Oh, we, did do, I we used to do what we do. Yeah, I think dude. this happens with photographers too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like so many photographer friends that like kind of get. Uh, I don't know. They just don't get paid what they're worth sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, outside of the church, not just in general. No, that's right. Um, because people think it, they're just pulling up and taking pictures, but it's like, bro, the camera. Yeah. To do it. It costs like they've invested so th- much in that. thousands of dollars of software to edit the photos to make it look good. Also, yeah. costs thousands. Also, plus the labor and the time. Yeah, like that they could have had other clients. Like, bro, this is a, I don't know. Yeah, it's a job. Yeah, it's a job, and it's like, I guess you can have that conversation about any creative field. Yeah, you know, I think. Yeah, people that don't have that effort put into it don't see how much effort it actually takes. Yeah. So. Bro, we hit some good stuff, bro. Yeah, there's some good nuggets in there. Wait, well, what's the what's the timestamp right there? You're you're running our, our tracks right now. Well, I can't. See I'd say time. like 30, 40 minutes. Are we about it there. Might be pretty close. I don't know. What time do we leave? Uh, bro, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got the GPS going. I was too busy jamming up, burning up. We're about an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, we've probably been going for like thirty minutes. Nah, it's right here. Oh, 40 minutes. Yeah. Okay, bet. Let's wrap it. Let, let's wrap it. Okay, let, closing yeah. comments. Closing comments. Um, talk to us about... Um, I feel like we can we can go for like another 30 minutes, bro. We probably so kind of I'm kind of curious about like... Because right now you're, you're playing at church a lot. Yeah. But I, I know that you have that like artistic brain that you want to create your own stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you've put too much out yet. Other yeah. than that, Hallow View as of recent, but like, yeah, where you where you at with that stuff? Because I know like, being an adult with your adult yeah. job and yeah. getting married that's a lot of time. Yeah, obviously doing. I dealt. I struggled with this aspect of it for a little while because I've obviously work a full time job. Yeah, and I play a lot of music throughout the week. Yeah, and 
and I have a fiance and I got to dedicate time house, to that. Yeah. Like all this stuff. And whenever, like for a while, whenever I had a free moment, the last thing I wanted to do was play music. Yeah. Just cause I was so burned out. Um, and it's saying more yes like to an too many gig, things. Yeah. yeah. Bro, when I met you, okay, we were doing the Creek, but you were telling me that you were, okay, you'd play two, three services on a Sunday. Yeah. You'd have practice Monday night for young adults, play yeah. Tuesday night young adults, play Wednesday night students. Yep. And then maybe Saturday, like even extra gigs. Yeah, I would do like wedding, casino, bar gigs, like stuff like that for a while, <laughs> like Friday, Saturday. You're so like literally bro. almost every day of the week I was out playing after playing working kind of my gig. full-time job. Yeah. So like it was super draining. And yeah. I'm glad that I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just limiting to the things that really matter. We had a whole, uh, Pastor Alex had a whole series on margin. Oh, yeah. Uh, so like that, a month or two ago. That one's coming for you? And I had already started making that margin before that thing out came out. But that kind of really put that at that, that, for me. That like, yeah, that's a smart thing that you don't have to say yes to everything. But what about your, um, this is, is going to be a hard pivot, hard pivot, sneaker game. Well, you're sneakers. You, you for sure, like, I'll, I'll say you and Dallas Doku uh-huh. have the coldest shoe game of of my close friends. Wow. Like, how, how did this even start, bro? It's an expensive hobby. It is an expensive. I have way too many expensive hobbies. Music is. The, by the way, how do you maintain? I don't. And you're also a car guy. Yeah, I'm a big car guy. What do you drive right now? Uh, Toyota Supra. What? So. <laughs> bro, all your. I could I could afford one of your hobbies, bro. I could probably keep up with the music stuff. Can't do the rest. Of it. Yeah, it it'll definitely I'll definitely have to slow down when I get married. How'd the shoe stuff but, start? Uh, shoes, honestly, it was kind of weird because growing up, I only wore Vans, Vans and Chucks. Uh, like, uh, bro, I'm still on that. Literally, I'm still on that phase. only. I would not wear anything else. Even I was, to like, work in out? this like weird like. I don't know, like skater phase or something. Yeah, you're still there, bro. And uh, yeah, I just didn't like any other shoes. And, and then, then you had your first pair of Jordans, and you're like, yeah, I f- saw some. I th- don't think I really got into shoes till probably like 2017, maybe later than probably later than that. What would you say your grill is right now? Like your this is like the shoe for you right now? My grill right now that I don't have. One that you do have, and one that you want. Uh, so I'm wearing my uh, European exclusive, the off-white Jordan ones for my wedding. Oh, the that was my grill for a the long white time. ones, the white ones, okay, all white ones. That's the most Andrew thing I've seen yeah. you do ever. That was my grail for a long time, and I got a used pair for like a, pre- a pretty cool, oh, like deal. a legit pair. Yeah, bro, do you hate reps? I can't. Don't cancel me. I kind of want to get some reps. Like <laughs> uh, the off-white, the off-white Chicago's. There's no uh-huh. way I'm getting my hands on those. It was yeah, like you four don't or five thousand. Five grand on a but shoe. But if I could spend one sixty to get a pair that looks ninety-five percent accurate, yeah, it sounds worth it to me. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that ask me that, and like as like a big sneakerhead, like it, it. That's hard for me to do. So you don't wear reps? No, you're not on reps, gang. I, I don't hate it on people that do. I don't really care. You can wear whatever you Bro, want. Bro, if you see me wear the Chicago off-whites at your wedding, just know <laughs> I paid one sixty no. for those joints. Bro. Uh, and then, okay, the car thing. What you you got the super recently? Because I met you, you had something else. Did I? You, what's the What's the last car you had before the super? The GT eighty six Toyota. That's GT86. what you had. Yeah. That's what you had. Okay, the silver you, yeah. one. 
Yes. Yeah. That, and then you got the Supra. Yep. Which does not seem functional at all, but it looks cool. It's like, yeah, it looks super cool. Yeah. And sounds good. And it's fast, but it, I can't take it anywhere because <laughs> I scrape on everything. Bro, okay, so what's what's the move? Like when, when y'all get married, you're keeping the Supra. You have your, oh, work, yeah, for sure. your work Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, my... Then, it's a compass. And then Shorty has... <laughs> what was your Shorty drive? She's got a Ford Focus. Yeah. She and wants a new car really bad. The Focus and the Supra side-by-side? Side? <laughs> wild. That's actually wild. That's so random. Bro, I kind of I kind of want to... Okay, so I, I'm gonna I'm having Tanner come on the pod. I want Trey to come on the pod. Yeah. But I think once I release all y'all's like single episodes, I'd be down to have one more rap session with just the boys. Yeah, that'd be ba- cool. Battle Creek boys. So we'll dive be... into Battle Creek and Hallow a little bit more. Yeah, because because obviously you and Trey lead it. Yeah. Trey's the worship pastor uh, at Battle Creek. Yeah. Well, at Broken Arrow Campus, and then Tanner is I mean he's one of our closest friends and yep. is pretty involved with Hallow and Battle Creek. Yep. And just came out on American Idol. Yeah, he's just so, on American Idol. So all the boys be coming up together. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start off down. with I'm gonna start off with Andrew, because we've been talking about this for six months, bro. Yeah, yeah, too long. We made it happen. I'm gonna apologize in advance for the background car and AC noise. And if our scatterbrainness. Our scatterbrain. But it's, it's road trip vibes. You're yeah. basically riding in the back seat. I think we hit a lot of good points, man. Yeah, it's all in there. It might be spread out. I uh, might have to put some timestamps. We'll come, yeah. I'll come up with something, man. We'll come yeah, up with something. Bro, thanks for coming on the vision room. Um, Anytime. Oh, wait, we'll see you again. For sure. We'll see you again. All right, bro. Hello. Bet. <laughs> Bye. See ya. <laughs>